Hello, everybody. This is the BGM podcast. I'm the B in the BGM, and uh... um, I'm the G in the BGM. I'm Gianna. I'm the M in the BGM. I'm Mary. And uh, today we're going to be discussing some stuff, some tea, perhaps, if you will, on the um, most recent season of The Bachelor with Matt James as The Bachelor. Um, so to start off, I mean, what, do, what, what are you thinking so far, Gianna? Who do you think is going to win? Um, I honestly hate to say it. I think it's going to be Rachel. It just seems like out of the women left, he doesn't really seem that close to Serena P at all, especially after that awkward yoga date last week. And we really haven't seen much of Brie or Michelle for me to make a decision. Um, I know he's taken all of them on a one-on-one, but um, just after Rachel and the shopping date, I felt like after that, he was going to pick her. Yeah, I think I think the... Uh... Oh, no, not the shopping date. That one was so weird. Oh, yeah. It was like, here, here's clothes. Let's, like, try. Because you know how every season they always have a shopping date. Like, on Colton's season, I think Kaylin had the shopping date. And it and it was like, oh, look, here's clothes. Try on clothes. I'm going to watch you try on clothes. That was the entire date. Yeah. it's I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of when they do that. Uh, I mean, I I guess everyone likes it differently. I think the thing is, too, um, especially having somebody who's involved in fashion on the season kit, um, mm-hmm. the fact that, like, the fashion date went to, like, Rachel, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think Kit should have gotten that. But, I mean, the, I, I like the baking one. And the baking date was good. That was, like, low-key. It was, like, nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was cute, too. It inspired me to go to my own kitchen and bake like muffins that night. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna bake muffins. I think I, yeah, I like made like two different desserts that night. That's funny. (laughs) No, but all the dates this season have definitely um, been a lot more low key than usual because I, I guess they're not leaving the resort, but it almost seems like they are at points. I never really saw them leave because like i because like when they did like the atv stuff they were just in like the woods and then when they're in that like that was oh god i was afraid he was gonna kill her yeah i know they, they were like so close to just like fully crashing it was it was tough they seem to be um more fun than Tasha's set of dates on the bachelorette it seems like they the resort itself is like way nicer than the resort in California. So they're kind of lame, but I would say they're better than the Bachelorettes. Oh, yeah. So Matt's season versus Tasha's season. I don't think we're getting like an actual love story out of Matt's season. Definitely not. Especially with the whole Rachel drama. If he picks her, it's gonna. Yeah. Like this year, like the after the final rose isn't live it's it's gonna be very weird because like i i think it's all about 
these women like they, they are just they were brutal from how from what i gather and obviously matt made history as the first uh, black bachelor and that, you know that's that's pretty cool um for you know he's such a good guy and he deserves to find love but you know i agree i feel like we don't really know the connections like yeah pretty well yeah like yeah. When he took Jaseni on the one-on-one um, this past episode, we barely knew anything about the two of them in a relationship at all. Because I think also another thing was there were 37 women on this season. 38. Oh so, is, that in- is that including the people that came in halfway through? Yeah. What we, was that about? We started out with 30. I know, that was so weird. And then like week three or four, I think it was, like a limo shows up with like five more women. Yeah. And it's like, um, I mean, it's like understandable how pissed off the other women were, because like I, I would be, I would be very mad if that happened. If I were just like, oh, I'm happy, I'm one of the final. Like, I think there were at sixteen women at the time, and all of a sudden, it's like, here's five more. Yeah. I mean, chose to keep all but one. I would not but- that one at all. That would. Let's like let's give some credit to Heather. I mean, she like flew out to pennsylvania she rented a minivan and had to quarantine for two weeks before seeing matt like i don't know why she would have invest all that time and money like just to like take that chance like i give her credit but like she should have like thought thought it out better because it was totally just like unplanned for week six and like her being on the show week six you know that the, or week seven i can't remember exactly which half of the episode but when you get that close to hometowns you know it's brutal with competition normally it's not brutal between the women like it was this time around but everyone wants that hometown spot and I don't know, showing up that close to hometown, I guess you kind of, like, I'm not excusing the behavior of the women, but you, emotions are going to be high. Like, I mean, Hannah could have just, like, given Matt Heather's number when they were in Florida quarantined together. Like, I just don't understand. Like, there was that time before Matt was announced as The Bachelor, if Heather wanted to, like, meet Matt or if Matt wanted to meet Heather, like, I just don't know, understand, like, why she would wait all the way until right before hometowns. See, the one yeah. thing I don't get is that um, Matt was supposed to be on Claire's season. Then oh, he- that was drama. So that was a big thing because... Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Because Claire said something, like, along the lines of, like, because he um, created a cameo account. And Claire was like, oh, he's just, like, trying to get, like, clout. He's just trying to make a name for himself. And then... ABC announced him as The Bachelor. Yes. And who do you guys think The Bachelorette's going to be? I think it's going to be Katie. Surprised if it's Katie. I want it to be Abigail, but I don't think it's going to go to her. I really think it's going to go to Katie, especially the way they edited her. Which one's Katie again? Um, The one who brought a special gift um, on the first episode. Oh, that's right. That one. Yep. (laughs) You really think she's going to be The Bachelorette? Yeah, the way they gave her, they gave her like a good edit. She was like trying to be the nice person in the house, and she was nice to um, Sarah. That was her name, the one who like oh. left because she was like overwhelmed with everything. 
And oh yeah, yeah. Sarah left in the very beginning. That feels like it was a, like an eternity ago. Oh my god. <laughs> We're a few weeks away from the finale now, which will not be hosted by Chris Harrison. Um, oh jeez, that's tough. Which is gonna be weird, but I honestly think it was probably the right decision for right now. It's it's hard because I think Chris Harrison was well liked in the franchise for so long like everyone's like chris harrison chris harrison we love you and you know i think he definitely threw himself in hot water um and you know it's obviously controversial and people have their right to their opinion and you know i think chris did the right thing by being like i created drama i'm gonna step aside i'm not gonna just go back to work you know i i think he did the right thing because he didn't want to surround himself with more drama so i think like if we're gonna have after the final rose or some like type of thing i think it would definitely be someone we know pretty well and well liked in bachelor nation so i would say maybe ben higgins um maybe jojo fletcher she stepped in for chris during tasha season at one point so i think it was someone that's well liked in bachelor nation yeah i think that would make a lot of sense um i could see jojo fletcher definitely um, I don't know because um, because Jojo stepped in for Chris um on Tasha's season when he had to drop his kids off at college. Uh, I don't remember that part, but I wasn't really paying attention too much at that point. So no, um, no though, because apparently this after the final rose is pre-taped, which we are definitely not usually used to in recent seasons. Yeah. So- um, because normally we have um the live finale where something dramatic always happens. Last season, it be Peter trying to get back with Madison. Um, the season, a couple seasons before that, Ari breaking up with Becca and getting back with Lauren. Um, God, going even further, Jason Mesnick, that whole situation. Oh, that's my favorite when. <laughs> Uh, I love Jason Mesnick season 2009. Perfect. So, um, I don't know. We definitely have a lot to look forward to in these couple weeks with um, the drama part. Um, and I'm excited to see who we're going to be seeing more of next on our screen. Yeah. Definitely. Pretty interesting. Bring back Bachelor in Paradise. Like that's the that's really entertaining. Like I would I would recommend giving that a watch when you have all the people from past seasons come together in Mexico. Lots of drama. So I hope they bring that back. Oh. I've never seen any of that. What's it like all about? Um, so uh contestants that were on a season of The Bachelor and that were eliminated. And contestants that were eliminated on The Bachelorette that were also eliminated, they bring back some of the favorites, like the producers choose. And they, in Mexico, they film at this resort. And it's kind of hard to explain because there's different, like when you eliminate people, it's confusing. But basically, they like there's all these people from both seasons that come on the beach at once and they try to they go on one-on-one dates they try to make connections there's people that that they bring in as the weeks go by so that you get you see these love triangles 
And there's been some proposals and uh, some marriages out of it. So you, you'll have to see it to kind of understand it, but it's pretty good. Yeah, that's cool. So there's like multiple bachelors and then multiple bachelorettes. Paradise? Yes. More successful. Cool. Paradise. And then I saw the thing about the senior season, whatever that is going to be. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really weird. I'm not sure what that's going to be. That's not going to happen for a long time because of COVID. So. Oh, true, true. We have to give that one a watch, though. I, I refuse to not, like... <laughs> of course. <laughs> the, at least the first episode. <laughs> I don't know. I... I <laughs> I, I'm not sure what to even expect from that. Like, okay, but like, I feel like what they are going to do it like a paradise format. Is it going to be like we threw a bunch of like seniors on the beach? Like, <laughs> or is it going to be like there's one bachelor and like 27, 65, and older people <laughs> trying to compete for him? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's like just kind of, just kind of weird. Uh, no, but the spin, the spinoffs are always crazy anyway. <laughs> as someone who actually watched listen to your heart last year i think i can say oh my gosh wait that was the one oh what is that the singing one they had a singing bachelor it was like bachelor in paradise except nobody knew any of the people yet was- it was just wait. men and random women they plopped at that like at a mansion and they all were like music so like the point was to fall in love and like be a music duo yeah, that oh. was weird. They broke up already anyway, so... <laughs> That's tough. No, oh, did you um, hear about the proposal? So Jesse Palmer, he was The Bachelor in 2005. He hosted this. It's, like, associated with The Bachelor. And he, this guy, like a, like a bachelor, meets these women, and he proposes to a woman the night of. Like, they just go right to it. And it's just so weird. Let's just like skip the whole season. Just <laughs> so they get married on the first night. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and Dale. I don't understand how someone can do that. That's that's insane. I know. Like not even meeting their family. They just like boom propose. Yeah. What's the success rate on that one? What what was that? What's the success rate on that one? <laughs> <laughs> very low. Very very low. Well, um, that's going to be all for this podcast, this episode. Um, thank you for listening to the first episode of BGM. I'm the B. I'm the G. And I'm the M.